Radio. Andrew. Hi, Johnny. What's going on? Uh, well, right now, uh, we're recording this uh, right in the middle of the uh, the UCI BMX World Championships. UCI? So, yeah. What, what is UCI? It's like Union of Cyclists International or something. I like the 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 whole like name is foreign, so it's, not, it's I don't know. But uh, it's the World Championships for BMX. So uh, just watching the uh, the uh, the men and the women uh, race around the track. The uh, we talked about uh, I I put Corbin Shara in a ranking this year a couple uh, episodes ago. Remember that the USA BMXer? Uh, he's out. He 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 lost like right before we started this podcast. Oh, that's the episode just, he lost that's... in the quarterfinals, but uh, my boy Connor Fields is still in it. Uh, the men's semifinal is coming up in just a couple minutes, actually. So you'll be here. You'll be hearing me yell a little bit, but uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys definitely up to date on that. Uh, as as you can hear, no Ryan again. He does not have his microphone with him. So I think I think by next week he'll have it though. Yes, one. I would. He said something like nine days. Uh, something like that. So, uh, Andrew, can, can we, can we, uh, can I make a note of something? Yeah. It's, I believe it is the last week, weekend without football till February. Whew. That is just. Man, oh man. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a little roused, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I what's the, it. what's the I, Hall of Fame game this year? Shit, I don't know and I don't care. I'm going to watch a quarter of it and realize, oh, yeah, I hate preseason football. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pointless. That's right. <laughs> but no way. NFL Network, we're going to broadcast all 65 games. Right, exactly. Why? <laughs> why? Just just why? Give me a reason. You can't You can't give me uh, the, the top ten show that's just I love so much. But, no, I got to watch. I got to watch Bengals. Chiefs. I forgot about those actually. I haven't watched one of those episodes in forever. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, some of them are shit because the people they have on a panel are just garbage. But I mean, I I, I like them. But no, I'm gonna watch a shitty preseason game about two teams I care nothing about. Uh, the only reason I would ever watch, like I, even in the last couple of years, I don't even watch Eagles preseason that much anymore. The only yeah. reason I would watch, like I'll. I'll want to watch like a Cardinals preseason game to see what Kyler Murray looks like, but like other than that, yeah. And after he comes out, I'm, not, I'm turning it off. Yeah, and there's there's so many star players that aren't even that their coaches won't even let them play. Not even let them play. They won't even dress. Right. Yeah. But I mean, for obvious reasons, they won't let them dress. Yeah. I mean, it's preseason. There's there's too many. It's too many preseason games. It's too many. Um. The NFL had a top 100 list, and Kirk Cousins is 78. Why? Uh, let, let me start off by saying this. I love the top 100 because uh, it it's really how you get back, other than the draft, it's, that's like how you get back into football in the offseason. So they, they like changed it on me this year. It used to be like they start it in May, and they do like 10 players a week. Like a one-hour, ten-player episode a week they're every Monday. They're rolling this shit every day. But they they waited until July twenty-second was the premiere, and now they're doing it every night. So it's just like the <laughs> the fucking gauntlet of uh, the top one hundred rolling out at me. So uh, we just got to fifty-one last night. Deshaun Watson was fifty-one, uh, and here's why I get mad. 
Kirk Cousins is 78 and Carson Wentz is 96. Now I I the reason I love this list so much is because it's not it's not like beat writers or whatever or coaches it's the players that vote on them and they fill all the players fill out a top 20 and then the points get added up and that's how they come up with the top 100. So like I respect players opinions because they're the ones that are watching the film, they're the ones that are playing against them either in games or in practice. But it's uh, like huh? Kirk Cousins is 78? Can can I just Carson Wentz missed like five games last year, five or six games. Uh, so I'm going to give you their per game averages. Um, Kirk Cousins' uh, yards per game was, let's see, 268. And Carson Wentz is there at 279. I mean, it's about even. Okay. How about how about Carson how about Carson Wentz had a had a let me find it. Uh QBR a quarterback rating of sixty-four point nine and Kirk Cousins was at sixty. How about uh Kirk Cousins had a passer rating of ninety-nine point seven and Carson Wentz was at one oh two point two. So um by the way, this is the top one hundred players of two thousand and nineteen. Now the two thousand nineteen season hasn't happened yet. So the point of this list is to try to project, like, it's basically who would you want on your team next year. So while Carson Wentz may have had a bad season last year that was riddled with injury, his his touchdown-interception ratio was significantly worse than 2017. You're telling me that if you had one year to win a Super Bowl, it was next year or never, you'd rather have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback than Carson Wentz? I just, eh, I it's a want, no from me. I don't want Kirk Cousins to do anything. I just don't. Kirk Cousins is, like, on the list? Why? Because of his contract that the Vikings overpaid for? Is that why he's on the list? Like, seriously. Like, okay, can you tell me this? Uh, how many... I know the answer, but how many teams did Carson Wentz start against and the Eagles win that ended up being over 500? And then how many teams... Did Kirk Cousins start against and win that ended up over five hundred? Kirk Cousins is going to beat every team that's below eight and eight and lose to every team that's over eight and eight. Uh, let's see. Uh, Connor Fields just lost, by the way, in the semifinal. So now I'm oh. now I'm in a bad mood. Oh boy. Uh, let me pull up their schedules here. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that Kirk Cousins is like some ridiculous thing like 15 games okay so last year he beat the 49ers so that's a sub 500 who who are you starting with uh cousins okay so you want you just want the wins then yeah give okay me the so wins. the 40 the 49ers bad eagles good cardinals yeah. bad jets bad lions bad packers were the packers they weren't 500 last year were they i think they it might have been nine and seven. I don't know. I'm not I sure. I don't think they they were they were no they were six nine and one. Okay, then bad. Bad dolphins. Under seven and nine. Under eight and eight. Lions six and ten. So he, so he swept the. Okay, congrats. Now he remember they got their ass destroyed by the Bills somehow. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, lost to the Rams. Good team. Saints. Good team. Bears. Good team. Patriots. Good team. Seahawks. So you. It, yeah, they got swept by the Bears. It was the Seahawks, Patriots, and Rams, and Saints. 
and the Bills somehow. So, like, all of those teams are the good teams. That's who he loses to. And all of his wins are against good teams. Need I say anything else? Uh, let's you, see. you guaranteed him, what, $84 million? Something absurd. You now, paid this when, man once, 80... his, once his track record actually isn't that better. He beat the Colts. Yes, but... And that's it. Yeah, I understand Wentz's track record isn't that much better, but he's been in the league for what? This will be his fourth this year? Will be his, this will be his fourth year. Okay, and Kirk Cousins has been in the league since RG3 got drafted. And yeah, also, people have been saying Kirk Cousins is just... Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback available. You just you gotta you gotta go get him in free agency. You gotta pay him all this money. Why? Because he had Sean McVay as his offensive coordinator for three years. Was it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's why he became so good because McVay was his offensive coordinator. That's the reason. And he's still average. Yeah, he isn't. <sighs> Again, it's uh, it's hard to shit on him because Carson Wentz hasn't he has no playoff ones either. But I mean, Kirk Cousins hasn't really accomplished uh, anything. He's accomplished nothing. Uh, he won the division once, and that's it. Didn't he back into that division win? Well, yeah, pretty much. The Eagles were seven and nine that year. Yeah, the Eagles the Giants were ten and six. Yeah, the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys were probably middle of the road. Yeah, it was 2015. The Cowboys were awful. The Eagles were 7-9. and nine. I don't know what the Giants were that year. It probably wasn't much better. They were probably like 6-10. and 10. Probably. So, yeah. So, they won by default. And then lost to the Packers in the wild card round. Yeah. And, uh, what, that game wasn't even a contest. Wasn't even a contest. Uh... Aaron Rodgers against Kirk Cousins? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Rodgers. <laughs> Every time. Okay, so he, see, here's where we are, Johnny. We're... Number f- I said Deshaun Watson was 51 last night, so the top 50 is going to get revealed the next five days. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Dak Prescott, unless unless they just got left off the lifts, list completely, which I doubt, they're going to be in the top 50. And I I have to respectfully disagree with the players on that one. I, Big, you, you Baker t- deserves it. Dak doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Baker deserved it because, I mean, Dak's going to, what's Dak going to do? He's going to drop back, he's going to look downfield, and, oh, I'm going to dump it off to Zeke for seven yards. That's what he's, he is Joe Flacco 2.0. That's literally what he is. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. He's going to drop back, he's going to look, he's going to look down for Cooper. Cooper's going to be open, maybe, but, uh. And he's just going to dump it off to the tight end. Did you see Skip Bayless as the Cowboys in the Super Bowl this year? When doesn't Skip Bayless have the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's so... He swears. He swears that he's being objective, but it's like... Quincy Carter was the quarterback of the Cowboys in 2 He said the Cowboys are going 13-3, winning a bowl. <laughs> Skip Bayless is a moron and a troll. That's all he is. He's got, a, he's got that face that you just want to... You just want to hit... He does, like, all the time. I mean, I. it's why he's great television, because he says shit like that. Like, I I, oh, I no. watch him all the time. Oh, no. C- credit, I fall for it. Credit where credit is due. The man <laughs> has built a career out of being a troll. Credit where credit is due. But he I swe- give him that. He swears that he's never wrong. 
He doesn't think he's ever lost a debate, which I love. Until until Shannon just, I mean, buries him daily. That's what, here's the thing, Ryan, like, always, like, yells at me because he thinks that when I argue, I think I'm always right. And it's like, well, yeah, that's how arguments work. If you, if you why would t- I be arguing something if I thought it was wrong? If you why would t- I be saying the shit I'm saying if I actually thought that Kirk Cousins was better than Carson Wentz? If you tippy toe into an argument, you're going to lose. Yeah, you gotta come out guns are blazing. Exactly. Um, so another uh, footnote about this list: uh, Larry Fitzgerald is number sixty. Yeah. Uh, so he is one of five players that has been on this list every year that they've done it. They've been doing it since 2011, uh, and he's the only non-quarterback, actually. So it's uh, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, and uh, Roethlisberger, I think, are the only – and then Fitz. Those are the only five guys that have been on it every single year. So uh, Larry Fitzgerald, what a guy, huh? First ballot Hall of Famer, you got to think, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh I'm I'm looking at the list on NFL.com. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of Cowboys. Uh, there were there were two last night. Okay, let me just let me just let me just count the Cowboys that are on this list. One. Uh, two. I got six. Three, four. Five, six. And I'm, I'm not, I mean, they're, the O-line, Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, yeah, they deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. No, I, Byron Jones at 97, I'm fine with. He had a really good year, but, you know, he's got he's to gotta prove that he's more consistent. Amari Cooper, of course, he's going to make the list. Right. Um, And then, yeah, I guess I'm okay with Jalen Smith. Yeah. At 61. He, God, he's fast as shit, that guy. Yes, he, he is. He scares me. After tearing his ACL. Mm-hmm. And, and Vander Ash, too, also. So, like, uh, I, I, I'm oh, not going to... Oh, that Skip's boy. Vander Ash has, yeah. has replaced Sean Lee as Skip's uh, boy. Right, exactly. Sean Lee went to Penn State, didn't he? He did, yeah. God, and now it, it sucks that I have to hate him because he plays for the Cowboys. It really does. So, uh, I'm not going to sit here and complain that there's too many Cowboys. I no, think those players no. are good. They just... As a team, they're good individuals. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Zeke is going to be on there. I'm assuming Dak is going to be on there. So that's probably eight players then that they yeah. get on the list. I don't know who else for the Eagles. Uh, so it's just been Wentz and Kelsey so far for the Eagles. Uh, um, I'd say Barnett might be there. Fletcher Cox. Well, Cox Cox is a lock. Uh, you have to think Lane Johnson is going to be on there. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping Malcolm Jenkins makes it. He's been in the 90s the last two years, and I don't know if he's gotten, like, significantly better. So it's making me think that he's going to get left off the list. Does Foles make it on here? I know he's not with the Eagles, but does Foles make it? God, that would be something. If Nick Foles was in the top, was in the top 50. You largest cock in the NFL. We all know it. My, oh my. That would be something. Do you wanna do you wanna make a comment on Joey Bosa there at fifty six? Uh, overrated. Uh, what else you want me to say? <laughs> He's fucking overrated and just looks like a douche. I just I, I, I don't. that's it. I like I. Thank everybody for coming. I think the I think the one uh, linebacker they have is ten times better than him, which he'll probably be on the list. 
You know who I'm talking about? I can't. I can't think of his name. A Chargers linebacker? Yeah. Um. And then Derwin James is probably going to be on here. I think he wears number fifty-four. Um. Oh, Dante Hightower. What? Yeah, he's on the Chargers now, isn't he? I thought he, I thought he was still on the Patriots. Oh, he is on the Patriots. All right. Um, he's never been on the Chargers. I don't know why I just said that. Yeah, no. I was like, what? Remember? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember before we started recording and you said, "When do you think we're gonna fuck up first? Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we? We are. Not even seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. What kind of idiot thinks Dante Dante Hightower played for the Chargers? Dante Hightower has literally never played for the for the. Uh, what the? Who the fuck am I thinking of? Uh, I mean, I I pull up the Chargers roster because it's, it's maybe they have a Hightower. It's eluding me. Oh, um, well, Arthur Hightower is the Chargers Senior Director of Player Engagement. <laughs> ah, yes, that's, that's, <laughs> who, that's who I'm thinking of. That's who you think. Well, I mean, okay, but people, people, the name's eluding me, but I know, I know he will be there, uh, that Chargers linebacker, but uh, I think Bosa, he deserves to be on the list, he's just too high. It's too high. <sighs> that's all I'm saying. Because I don't, I mean, just, sorry, not a fan. Not a fan of him. Um, speaking of Kirk Cousins and quarterbacks, what is, what is this, what is this list? Uh, right, so the, um, the Athletic came out with a, um, they, uh, I don't know, I don't know if they interviewed, they probably didn't interview, they probably just asked all of the, not all of, but, and 55 NFL executives and head coaches, and they compiled a list of quarterbacks and ranked them into and put them into four tiers. Um, What are the tiers? Okay, so tier one is teams win because of him. Okay. So that's like the, the best. Tier two is has a hole or two in his game. Tier three is uh, needs strong running game and or defense to win. So like he can't he can't do it himself, and then tier four is unproven or best suited as backup, and that's where your boy Lamar Jackson is. He's in he's in company with Josh Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum, and Josh Rosen right now. Uh, so he should be tier three. You think he had a, he had a strong running game in defense last year, and look what the fuck happened. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about backing into the playoffs, I think you have to start the conversation with the Ravens last year. No. You do. You didn't back in. The Steelers you... collapsed and we went on a win streak. What do you want? Uh, a more impressive performance? <laughs> what do you mean what I want? We had a strong running game and a good defense. They literally, they literally made a tear for what Lamar Jackson did last year. Okay. We legit made a tier for him, and they uh, didn't put him in it. Okay, you were ten and six. Yeah. 
Um, and the, like you're a C.J. Mosley interception away from not even making the playoffs. Oh, you really think Baker was leading that fucking drive? They were almost there. No. Yes, they were. They were. Hence, they were in Ravens territory. They only need a field goal. Hence my point about oh my god, he had a strong defense, so he won. Right. You're proving my point. I'm not proving your point. You are. I'm not because they. It was really that close to him just not even being in the playoffs at all, and they got to the playoffs and was shit. Let's be honest, Lamar Jackson should have rushed for four touchdowns in that game. That game should not have even been close. Why? 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 The Chargers game? No, the Browns game. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the Chargers game when Dante Dante Hightower had that great game for the Chargers. Right, right. No, the Browns game, Week 17. That's what I'm talking about. Lamar should have rushed for four touchdowns. He had two of them called back. All right, well. We, in the Chargers game, in the playoff game, we simply just didn't pass the first half. We refused. And then, oh, by the fourth quarter comes, we start passing, and it's just like, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson's a rookie. Fucking go for it. It's not like we even expected to be here anyway. We didn't. It's just like, fuck it. Let it fly. Why are you waiting till the fourth quarter? All right, and- so they, uh, they put... Eight quarterbacks in Tier 1. Do you want to take a stab at who they are? Brady, Breeze, um, yep. Wilson. Yep. Uh, what am I missing? I'm trying to just run through. Uh, Rodgers. Yeah. Trying to run through divisions. Mahomes. Yeah. Goff? Nope. Uh, he's probably tier two. He was tier two. He's actually he's tied for twelfth with Deshaun Watson. Okay. I don't know why they couldn't just pick between the two of them, but okay. Uh, is this eight guys in one? Yeah. So you a- you're missing three people. This is gonna be really f- fucking obvious, isn't it? Um, oh, Rivers. Yeah. Ben. Yep. And, uh... Shit, come on. John, fucking get this shit. What region of the country does he play in? (laughs) The... I don't know. West, Central, East. The Great Lakes? Sort of. The Great Lakes, sort of. I don't know if they take it. I don't... It's around there. Stafford? No. God, no. I was like, what? Brady, Breeze, Rivers, Ben, Mahomes. Yeah, the Midwestern and Great Lakes region of North America. That was right. At least according to Wikipedia. Okay, who is it? Andrew Luck. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's been hurt, so I like I've I've forgotten that Andrew Luck plays on the Colts. So he's okay. like a he's like a 
pretty popular pick among people for uh, the MVP this year. I people really high on him. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, anyway, Tier 2, Matty Ice, Carson Wentz, your boy Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, and there's Baker Mayfield at 14. Um, tier that's Tier 2. This will be interesting, actually, to see how like the players' top 100 list compares with this ranking. Because it's I, already way off, because they've got Carson Wentz at, at 10. Where's um, Kirk? If Kirk Cousins isn't in Tier 4, we got a problem. He's in Tier 3. Oh, he's a, and he's like high tier three. He's in six. He's sixteen. He, Cam Newton fifteen, and Cousins. Whoa, and wait, then, wait, 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 wait. Kirk Cousins is sixteen. There's thirty-two teams in the NFL, so therefore average. Right. Yeah. Average. And then seventeen through twenty-seven: Dak, Nick Foles, Garoppolo, Derek Carr, uh, your best friend Joe Flacco, uh, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Eli Manning is somehow ranked a spot higher than Mitchell Trubisky. Eli then, Manning is ranked higher than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, like last year, you saw he was not a very accurate thrower. Eli is less accurate than Lamar Jackson. Now, Eli, Eli Manning is a liability. Uh, Trubisky, 25, then Mariota and Sam Darnold is 27. Sam Darnold being in Tier 3, is that's a stretch. He needs He's absolutely unproven. He plays for the Jets. He's, he's tier four, if you ask me. He plays for the Jets. Jesus Christ. I mean, he got drafted into just a dog shit situation. And then Le'Veon, they signed Le'Veon Bell for some unknown reason. Like, the interesting, know... interesting thing is Ryan Fitzpatrick is 30 and Josh Rosen is 32. They're both on the Dolphins. So they just they didn't even take a stab at what to think of Kyler Murray. So there's no Cardinals on the list. They have well, two I, Dolphins. Well, I mean, the Dolphins haven't even announced he's going to start. It's probably right. going to be Rosen. But, you would think. Uh, well, Josh Rosen gets a bad rap. He had no offensive line. I mean, therefore, David Johnson had nowhere to run. No offensive line, no defense, no nothing. And people are like, get him out of town. He sucks. Well, what did you give him to work with? Anything? No. You, say, you basically handed him the keys behind a fucking paper mache offensive line and said, yeah, have at her. <clears throat> Running for his life all of last year. But no, it's Rosen's fault, for sure. That's that's what I heard all last year out here. It's, it's Rosen's fault, it's Rosen's fault. Give the guy a chance. You give him a defensive head coach bringing in a rookie quarterback. When's the last time that has worked? Uh... I don't know. Exactly. You draft a rookie. You draft a high-rated rookie quarterback, and you give him a defensive head coach instead of an offensive one. And I mean, like, I guess Sanchez's rookie year went pretty well with Rex Ryan, but it just got worse from there. Sanchez's rookie year was basically Lamar Jackson's rookie year. He had a great running game and a great defense. Mark Sanchez made the AFC Championship game, though. So did Joe Flacco's rookie year. But not Lamar. Yeah. Well. That's, that's what happens when you don't throw the ball for three quarters. That's just me. All right, do you want to uh, cap off this ranking with a ranking of your own? Uh, of just top quarterbacks? Well, I'm going to give you, because we were talking about Kirk Cousins. Okay. Rank these Michigan State quarterbacks. Oh, Christ. Kirk Cousins. Okay. Connor Cook. Connor Cook, I just found out, uh, was on the Panthers last year. Where is he still there? 
Well, uh, uh, they have Will Greer now, right? Yes. So I don't think I don't think he's there. At least he was. I was watching All or Nothing, and he was on the. They were. They like spotlighted him. Said Connor Cook. I'm like, oh, he's still in the league. Okay. Good for him. Okay. Uh, Cousins um, Cook. Drew Stanton. Stanton. Okay. Brian Hoyer. Who did Hoyer play for? I he was on the Patriots. He was on the Browns. Oh oh oh! Brady's Brady's backup. Okay. Yeah. And then a little curveball here. Nick Foles. <laughs> is that even this even a question? I think Who's, he threw. I think he threw like seven passes at Michigan State ever. This is even a question. Who's number one? <laughs> it's, it's fucking Foles, people. Come on. Biggest cock Lansing, Michigan has ever seen. Big dick, Nick. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Foles. Are we uh, okay? Are we going by what they did at Michigan State and what they've done in the NFL? Am I combining those two? What do you want? Um. Do yeah. Do what they did at the NFL. The NFL, then, uh, it would have to be Foles, Cousins, Hoyer, Stanton Cook. Because Connor Cook, you saw him in the playoff game. He was just deer in fucking headlight. Jadavion Clowney made him shit himself on the field. I saw it. I saw it. How it didn't come through those gray Raider pants, I have no idea. Or silver, whatever the fuck. Right. But I saw it. If we're going, like, combine what they did at Michigan State and the NFL, Cook Cook goes to three. Uh-huh. And then it's, and then it's Foles, Cousins, Cook, Hoyer, Stanton. All right. Um... Elise Willoughby just won the world championships in the uh, the women's division, by the way. So good on her, because uh, no no Americans made it. No American guys, I should say, made it to the final. So uh, she represented Team USA well. She just crossed the finish line. It's pretty dope. So what? So what? Um, that top tier. I mean, I agree with it completely. Maybe not. So what? What is the actual order of the top tier? Because I'm sure I got that wrong. Oh yeah. Um. I just closed the video. I'm sorry. Oh. If all right, let me. I could probably remember it though. It was. It was Brady. Ro- Rogers was one. Okay. And then Brady, and then Breeze, and then Mahomes, Luck, Rivers, Ben, and then uh, Russell Wilson. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Uh, I would have Russell Wilson way higher. Higher. Absolutely. Why? Uh, because he's single-handedly keeping the Seattle Seahawks afloat every week. Uh, the rest of that team is pretty garbage, at least offensively. That offensive line is so terrible. Yeah, and like, like Wilson and Bobby Wagner are, I think, both top ten players in this league. Yeah, Bobby Wagner just signed a new contract, didn't he? Yeah. Um, it's like those two guys, and then like 
a bunch of JV players, pretty much. Like, I don't... Is Doug Baldwin still there? I think he retired. That's right. That's what I thought. Uh, and Tyler Tyler Lockett is a... Um, he's good. He's a wide receiver. He was ranked 98, I think, on the on the list this year. See. But I, I don't really think that highly of him. I don't think... I don't, I don't know if he's a top 100 worthy. Lockett was 98, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I would have Russell Wilson. Well, I, first of all, I would have Mahomes one and not four. And then I would probably say Rodgers two, Brady three, Brees four, and then Russell five. Okay. I, I'm not putting Mahomes at one. You don't think he's the best quarterback right now? There's a difference between best and that's the only thing because what's the top tier say they need them to win it's the the team wins because of him Alex Smith was in that system and they won I'm not saying Mahomes is a system quarterback by any means he deserves to be in that top tier for sure not at one I think they got it right with Rodgers the only reason the Packers are relevant is because of Aaron Rodgers Right, that's the point I'm trying to make with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Okay. So if, if they're going strictly on like how much his team needs him, then Russell Wilson should have been two. Okay. I'll give you that. I mean, the Patriots need Brady. Well, well yeah, obviously. The Saints need Breeze. I actually think the Saints, they would manage without him. They would manage, but they would probably go eight and eight. Right. So, but the, if we're going like offensive weapons, uh, New Orleans is pretty high up there. Yeah, I mean, so is Kansas City, but not so much anymore. They don't have Kareem Hunt anymore. What's what's Tyreek Hill's deal? Is he playing or what? He's playing. Yeah. You can hear the disdain in my voice, but yeah, he's he's playing because you need he, he, there has to be a tape. I'm I'm not I'm not getting into that. I'm it's I'm stopping it right there. But yeah, they Tyreek Hill's playing, Travis Kelsey. Mahomes definitely elevated them to AFC championship contender until they ran out of the Patriots. But that I mean, game was a shit. I still can't believe the Chiefs lost that game somehow. D Ford couldn't get his fucking foot back. I can't like that's the most Patriot thing to happen. Oh, of course. Come on. You knew. because That game was close. You knew the Patriots were going to win. You've seen it for 20 years. I really thought this was the end. No. No, it's not. I mean, come on. I, 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 I can't bet against the Patriots until I see the Patriots lose. So you're going to have them in the Super Bowl again? Yeah. I'm going to go Kansas City. I think they're going to, I think they're going to face off in the, AFC Championship game again. What about the NFC? Oh, that's a whole nother ball of wax. Um, shit, I might even... I'll be a homer, but I really do think that the Eagles are going to go back to the Super Bowl. I would say, if Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt. Yeah. And they, and they, they got a really, really favorable schedule. Yeah. I also, I mean... Rams are going to be good. Saints are going to be good. Um, 
the Bears. Yeah. If they can find a kicker, maybe. <laughs> Trubisky, I, I mean, Trubisky's good. He ain't that good. I like him a lot more than I think he gets credit for. He's better than people give him credit for, but he's not he's not uh, that guy yet. He's not. He's also got beady eyes, which freak me out. <laughs> you seen his eyes, Andrew? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, he's right into your soul. They sucked the life out of you. He's the devil. I maintain that. Um, I would probably go... The Saints are going to be there in the NFC Championship game for sure. It's just a matter of who they're playing. Whether it's the Rams, the Eagles, Bears maybe. I don't know. The Jets are going to go 5-11. Uh, and 11. Mark that down. If you're a Jets fan, that's actually like not even a that's bad That's an improvement. <laughs> that's an improvement, I would say. Thank God that franchise is in shambles. Adam, G- Adam Gase's crazy eyes. His What's press- with you and people's eyes? Do you just see Adam Gase's press conference? No. Oh, my God. Why do you always look for the eyes? It, it was fucking obvious. <laughs> Go look at Adam Gase's introductory press conference. He looks like he is possessed. When we when we get off air, go look at it. And tell me that he doesn't look insane. I'm <laughs> Was serious. he doing a lot of coke also? I, probably. I think he did two lines before he went on there. It's very it's very, very possible. I'm kidding. But still. Hey, look, every, everybody who's seen it knows what I'm talking about. His, his eyes were going insane. Um, yeah. All right. God, I can't wait for football. I know. God, I can't wait. 28 days till college football, Johnny. Can you make oh it? God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the... On to the boys of summer. The Red Sox and Yankees are playing a series this weekend. I've already played two games, and uh, boy, is it not competitive. It's just not. The Red Sox have outscored the Yankees 29-8 to in, in the two games. Against our two worst starters. Thursday, they faced Porcello, who just, gem, absolute gem. Cashner goes in last night, six and two-thirds. Three earned. We already had ten, so it didn't matter. Uh, I mean, I, th- I thought the Yankees were savages in the box. Isn't, isn't that what Aaron Boone said, Andrew? That they were savages? Well, he didn't say it. He shouted it. Ah, yes, yes. He shouted it multiple times. That line that he practiced in the mirror because uh, the Yankees need a slogan. <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox got the do damage slogan from uh, Brian Cashman last year. We didn't even need to do that. We just said, okay, you do damage against us? Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. James Paxton, he fucking stinks. James Paxton has an ERA before the game even started last night. He had an ERA over 10 in the first inning. Yeah, that went up. All right. 
when I really need Ryan here, I, I, I need him here, because I need, I need an explanation. Has he been Snapchatting you at all? No. He's just, like, chilling and drinking on the beach right now. Not a care in the world, because he, know, he knows that he's still, what, eight games up in first place? Uh, I mean, like that, hang yeah. on, I'm pulling a nine. Nine games up. I mean, just don't, just don't, let's, the Red Sox sweep here, which is, good God, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling at tiny limbs there for, for a sweep here, but, I don't know, they're going, uh, Eddie Rodriguez is going today. And CC's fat, so. Yeah, but I have CC in fantasy, so I need him. I'm about to. I'm about to go on a playoff run here, Johnny. If I if I win my division, then I get a first round bye. Five and five with a four or five ERA. Oh, that's CC. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Eddie Rodriguez, twelve and four with a four ten. However, the Red Sox are, I think, sixteen and five in game. He's in games he starts this year. I like our odds. Although, I mean, the Red Sox and Yankees both, like, this entire week have just put up ridiculous offensive performances. I mean, just, like, ridiculous. I think... So, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox minus Wednesday... God, I just went back to last Sunday where the Orioles blanked us and had a no-hitter going into the fucking seventh inning. God, fuck me. You literally... Sunday, July 21st. The Red Sox had one hit. That's all, that's all we can muster? One goddamn hit? Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm... I'm trying to decide if the Phillies are a good baseball team or not, and I can't. Eh. Okay, so they're they're fifty four and forty nine, and like this, like the month of June, they were just. Let me see. They were eleven and sixteen in June. They're in purgatory. It was bad. Okay, and they fell behind the Braves, but then. Let's go back to. Like, the time we last recorded, I had said that the Phillies had just split a four-game series with the Dodgers. I was like, okay, well, that's good. They end up, after that Dodgers game, they win four out of five. They took two out of three from the Pirates, and then had a two-game sweep at the Tigers. So it's like, oh, okay, we're 7-3 in our last ten. We're riding the ship. This is where, like, the Harpers and the Segors and the Romutos... Uh, they start to find their stride, and all of these off-season moves finally become worth it. Big series against the Braves starts last night, and they lose nine to two. They, okay, so they swept the Braves, the first uh, series of the year. Yeah. And since then, Atlanta has just they that pissed them off, I guess, because they just kicked the shit out of us every time we play. So we they took two out of three from us in June that included a 15 to one loss. And then we played them again at the beginning of July, took two out of three of us that included a nine to two loss and a 12 to six loss. And so now 
now you have them at home, and they Atlanta has taken game one nine to two. It's 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 oh man, it is not. It's so frustrating, especially when you think that you've gotten it going, and then that happens. It's I mean it's so humbling, um, and I think it really proves like just how far ahead of the game Atlanta is as opposed to the Phillies. So. If they don't take two out of three from Atlanta, this division is over. They need to win these next two games. If they do that, they get to within four and a half of the of the Braves in the division. And uh, and the, right now, this is the first time all year the Phillies haven't been in playoff position. They're a game out of the wild card now. Because uh, St. Louis has somehow taken the NL Central lead, which means the Cubs get pushed back down to, to wild card. I mean, the NL Central is just, that's a garbage division. But yeah. Um, I it's got, the, it's the got three teams are, over 500 right now, though. I mean, they do, but let me... Uh, I think the Pirates are in last. And the Pirates are in last. They're 10 games back. They're 46 and 57. It, I mean, somebody's going to win that division, obviously. But Yeah? You think so? Yeah, yeah. That's a bold prediction. From uh, John Boy over here. Somebody, somebody has to win it, but it, who's not gonna fuck up? Is basically the NL Central. And then I'm looking at the standings right now. You're one game back of the wild card, but so are the Brewers. Yeah, the Milwaukee's right there. Somehow, the San Francisco Giants are two and a half games back. How the fuck is that even possible? <laughs> like, seriously. Um, there, there was... The Hall, did, you watch, did you watch any of the, the Baseball Hall of Fame stuff last weekend? Uh, I caught a clip of uh, Roy Halladay's wife yes. talking. Yes, that was. Um, I don't really remember what she said though. It doesn't matter. Talk about a fucking tearjerker. Mm-hmm. So this year's Hall of Fame class: uh, Doc Holliday, Edgar Martinez, Messina, Rivera, Lee Smith, and Harold Baines. For some reason. Yeah, uh, Harold Baines. Really. I haven't heard of those last two guys, I'll be honest. <laughs> Lee Smith was a good closer in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, I, I'm i all for Lee Smith getting it. He was, yeah, he was 100%, it says. No. Of the votes. He was 100%. That, I think he got in Veterans Committee. He didn't get in by the writers. Oh. And so did Harold Baines. What's the, what's the difference? The Veterans Committee is voted by people you played with and like I think it's I think it's people you played with a manager you played or you faced against and then an executive who went against you he's Harold Baines you want to know where he's from where Easton Maryland Hmm. Easton's a strong name that's very strong we all know this uh Harold Baines, career war, 38.7. I saw a tweet last night that Justin Upton is three war away from passing uh, Harold Baines. 
So if Justin Upton get in, there should if Justin Upton doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, there should be a fucking uproar. <laughs> like how how shitty does that sound? Seriously. Uh, didn't have three thousand hits. Didn't hit four hundred home runs. Career batting average of two eighty nine. On base percentage three fifty six, slugging four sixty five, OPS eight twenty. That sounds like a good year for most players. Is that Hall of Fame worthy? Eh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I was listening. I was listening to another show, and they uh, somebody wanted to compare uh, Mattingly with Harold Baines. Just statistics. Uh, yeah, Mattingly. Swept the board. Mm-hmm. Mattingly's in the... Don Manning. Tell me. Yeah, and Don Mattingly is not in the Hall of Fame. But Harold Baines is in the Hall of Fame. Somebody want to explain that to me? Because if you're just going by war, Harold Baines is 38.7, Mattingly's is 42.4. So if you put Baines in, you have to put Mattingly in. I'm defending a New York Yankee here. Like, you hear, like, this is not okay. It's not. It's not. But I am going to do it because this shit needs to, it needs to happen. I, I just... Mattingly, he's got an MVP in 85. I mean, let's, let's, let's see Harold Baines. Yeah, Harold Baines never won an MVP, never won a gold glove. The highest he finished in MVP voting was nine. Oh, he won a silver slugger in 89, though. People forget. People forget, Andrew. He led, what is, what's the, he led the league in slugging one time. Nothing else. Never led, never led the majors or whatever league he played in. Although he only, I think he only played in the AL. Yeah, only played in the AL. Yeah, never led in any other offensive category. Except for... Except how do you for... become a baseball? Like I um, how do you become a baseball? I'm just kidding. How do you become uh, like? How do you uh, become baseball? Yeah. How do you uh, vote? Like, uh, how do you become part of the the writers' association or whatever? You have to be offered, and you have to be old, and you have to know the unwritten rules of the game, and you have to be old and decrepit, and if anybody turns their hat around, they are Satan. <laughs> you, have to be, you have to be old. The one asshole that didn't vote for fucking Ken Griffey Jr. So Ken Griffey's got ninety nine point three percent of the fucking ballot. Go fuck yourself, honestly. Ken Griffey, not Ken Griffey, not a Hall of Famer in my book. No, 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 no. He turned his hat around once. Yep, can't do it. Hey, wait, it. is that why they the guy didn't vote for him? I don't know the I don't know the actual reason, but oh. you're telling me. Ken Griffey Jr. is not a unanimous Hall of Famer. I guess not. No, he's not. But he fucking should have been. But the one asshole that didn't vote for him. So he only has 99%. Well, I don't... 
the thing that matters. It doesn't, but... Do you, I mean, get, do you get, like, a nicer shrine in the Hall of Fame if you're 100% as opposed to 99%? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out, because Mariano <laughs> Rivera got 100 They put his shrine in the basement now. It's not in the front where everybody walks in, because he's, he's not 100%. It's, it's down there. It's down there with the Harold Baines uh, plaque. <laughs> God, I, Harold Baines is pissing me off. I know he was a good player, people. I know he was, but Jesus fucking Christ. You're going to put Baines in and not Mattingly? I'm going through, and like there haven't been a lot of, or at least recently, a lot of hundred percent from from BBWAAs. There's, there's, there's only been one hundred percent. It was Rivera this year. Rivera yeah. was the first unanimous Hall of Famer. But like, why wasn't? I, like, why is Ricky Henderson only ninety four percent? Why is Greg Maddox not a hundred? Like, like seriously. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't understand. Somebody's got a gripe. Somebody's got a gripe against these guys. And Tom, just, uh, Tom Glavin? Not a hundred. No, no. Edgar Martinez, yeah, took him fucking too damn long to get in the Hall of Fame. They was literally, uh, literally the the best DH in the league. The award is named after him. And it took and it took and it took you this long to put him in. I I don't get it. I don't understand it. So that's yeah, that's my uh, that's that's my rant. Did Dante Hightower get into the Hall of Fame? Uh, pfft, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. He was he was on that great 06 Charger team that lost to the Patriots. I don't know. <laughs> One of the best Chargers of all time, if you ask me. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's up there. He's up there with Dan Fouts, Kellen Winslow, and Dante Hightower. Yes, those are the three. And LT. Yes. Yes, thank you. Those are the, those are the three. I'm trying to, like, find an article, like, that said that, like, Dante Hightower, like, was offered a contract by the Chargers you at least. Had, you had a brain fart. That's like me with Bob Stoops last week. I, I swore. I swore. Bob, sure. Stoops, Bob Stoops was still the coach at Oklahoma. I swear to God. Oh, my God. Um, Speaking of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It, did you see this uh, this Derek Jeter article? No. So, it popped up on my phone yesterday that uh, all it said was, it was a CBS Sports article, all it said was, uh, Hall of Famers uh, might plan to boycott Derek Jeter's... Yeah, so here, uh, let me read the title. Hall of Famers Andre Dawson and Tony Perez say they may boycott Derek Jeter's 2020 induction ceremony. Now... You might ask why. Well, Dawson and Perez lost their position with the Marlins in 2017 when Jeter's ownership group took over the club. Now, now to be that petty because you were fired from a job and you're just not going to go to somebody's Hall of Fame induction ceremony, that's a little, that's a little, that's a stretch. But again, it's not that the firing happened. It's how the firing happened. 
let me, let's see here. Uh, Andre Dawson said this. He said, I sincerely doubt that I will attend at this point. All indications are likely not. I can't speak for Tony, but I have a sense or feeling like I want to, but I don't have a, have a sense or feeling like I want to sit on that say, stage and hear what Jeter has to say. Hmm. That's a little. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's what uh, Tony Perez had to say. He said, it wasn't nice what happened at the end. For me, it was, it was more insult more than... For me, it was more than insult personally the way everything was handled. Dawson said... Even with, even with the kind of offer they made going forward, I just felt disrespected. In a sense, I have a lot of pride. For me, that's kind of where I am with the whole with that whole process. It is what it is. I understand going forward, it's a decision they made. It's their money, their team. But I've got to look out for my pride and welfare also. So, the reason that Dawson and Perez are so upset. <laughs> is because Jeter had asked outgoing Marlins president David Sampson to fire the employees for him. Jeter, you can't fire them yourself? I think that shows a lack of testicular fortitude. Shows a lack of fucking backbone is what it fucking shows. I, I'm not knocking Jeter's career. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But you grow some fucking balls, and if you want them, if you want them out, fire them yourself. Oh, and after they were fired, both Dawson and Jeter admitted, or both Dawson and Perez admitted that Jeter did not reach out to them after the firing. Hmm. These are these are two of the greatest players in baseball history. You fire them, and you don't even reach out to them. Not a good look for uh, Jeter. Not good. Ah, yes. So, here, I'm just, I'm reading this now. So, when, when Dawson and Perez were fired, there was a backlash among Miami fans. So, Dawson and Perez were offered their old jobs back. But at, at a significantly, at a significant salary cut, and the pair had to agree that they were going to stay out of the clubhouse and not dress in uniform as instructors during spring training. I, what? <laughs> I, I don't understand. My hatred for Jeter is just going up and up and up with this bullshit. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Two of the best hitters of their time. You offer their offer their jobs back, cut their salaries probably in half. Uh, no going in the clubhouse, no dressing in uniform as instructors. Yeah, gee, Andre Dawson and Tony Perez. Yeah, I don't want them instructing people on how to hit. Do you hear yourself, Jeter? Honestly, I've I've had it. I've legit fucking had it. It's just, I don't, I don't understand it. Andrew, thoughts on this? Um, no. 
just no. Just are you are you shocked by what I just read you? Uh, I mean, I would have been if we didn't have that squash the beef episode where you just shat all over Jeter. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't. Gonna, I never really do paid it again. Any, I never really paid any attention to what he was doing after he stopped playing. So I really have no idea. So I need to defer to you for that. But yeah, and whatever. When he deserves to get, when somebody deserves to get shit on, I'm gonna shit on him. You're there. I, like, even if I mean, if the Red Sox did this, I would be upset. And again, it's not that the firing happened, because you can fire people, you can choose to move on. It is what it is. It's you, you take over. You want you want fresh blood in there. I get it. I do. But to just sit there and not even do it yourself and not even reach out to them after they were fired, two Hall of Famers. You just say nothing. Clean break. That's what we're talking about. Clean break. Basically telling Tony Perez and Andre Dawson to fuck off. Um, yeah. So that, that is that. Congrats to the people, players that got in the Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, very happy for them. All deserving. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You put Baines in, you have to put Manningly in. I am sorry. That just needs to happen. If Manningly's not in, in the next cycle, I'm going to have a problem. All right, Andrew. Yeah. Final thoughts. What do we got? Um, so we talked about earlier, the Hall of Fame game is coming up. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Broncos Falcons. I just looked it up. So I like, I, w- I wouldn't even know. Like, I guess Bradley Chubb is fun to <laughs> fun to watch. Joe, come on. My boy. And right and Joe. Uh, I don't, I don't know if Julio Jones is even going to play. Did you see, did you see, uh, Julio, Julio Jones said he, he might, uh, have 3000 yards receiving. Um, well, that's damn near impossible. So I don't yes, know yes, do that. It, yes, it is. Uh, he said, I, he said, shit, I might, I might go for 3,000, 3,000 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> right. Exactly. Julio Jones does not score touchdowns. It's mind boggling. That poor guy. He does not score touchdowns. But DeAndre Hopkins, 1,400 yards, 19 touchdowns. Uh, hang on a second. Where I gotta? Okay, so so if he's gonna have to have 187 yards receiving every game. Not with Matt Ryan, you're not. <laughs> uh, and my other final thought is the Chargers linebacker that you were thinking of is Melvin Ingram. Thank you. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think that's why I thought Dante Hightower because they look a lot alike. They both have like the the long hair that comes out of the helmet, and they both are number fifty four, and they're both linebackers. I think that's what happened. That's what happened to me. Yeah, no, I mean, I I get where the fuck up comes from. (laughs) Because I mean, football players, you can't you can't really associate a face unless they're a quarterback. But you know those like weird Kennedy Lincoln similarity things. No, enlighten me. You never heard that. Like, like, Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy, and Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, and there's, like, a whole bunch of them. Oh, like some six-degree shit? Yeah. So, apparently, Melvin Ingram and Dante Hightower are actually kind of similar, 
Uh, they were born less than a year apart. Okay. Uh, one of them 6'2", the other one 6'3". Okay. They both played college football in the SEC. Okay. And they were picked in the same round of the same draft about seven spots apart. One was 18th overall, one was 25 overall. Where did where did they go to college? Uh, Ingram went to South Carolina and Hightower went to Alabama. I, I like I, I have to make this sound as less I have to make myself sound as less stupid as possible. Oh yeah, no, you yeah. You <laughs> need to you need to figure figure it out. Uh but yeah, they both uh and they're both from the uh, the south. Ingram's from North Carolina, High Towers from Tennessee. So whatever. Whatever. Go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> this is Oh, God. When you said Dante Hightower, I was like, was there a trade I missed? Did something yeah. happen in the offseason that I just did not see? Anytime that you go, what? My heart, like, drops. Because I'm like, <laughs> am I wrong with this? And when you're like, huh? I thought he's still on the Patriots. And I, I immediately go into his Wikipedia page, and it says he's on the Patriots. Not only is he on the Patriots, he's been on the Patriots every year that he's been in the league. I was going to say, he's never played for anybody else. <laughs> quite have, literally. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm thinking of Melvin Ingram, though. Yeah. He'll he'll be in there, for sure. Along with Dur- Derwin uh, James. Okay. Um, Final thought. My final thought is uh, Dave Dombrowski came out, uh, the general manager for the Red Sox, came out and said, uh, there's, I th- believe he said, let me find it, because I believe he said uh, that there's there's really only, there's not a lot of needs for the Red Sox at the, at the deadline. Well, yeah. Uh, Dabrowski, the, there's there's only one need. There's, there's been only one need all fucking year. It's the bullpen. So, yeah. This, you don't need to come out. Yeah, There's not a lot of need. There really isn't. Just, I don't know, get us a fucking closer? As I've said for what, two months? Is that how long I've been begging, Andrew? Two months? Like, since we started this podcast, probably. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's 14 episodes of me just bitching that the Red Sox don't have a goddamn bullpen. Marcus Walden's done okay for the fantasy squad, though. He's been he's been pretty... He's been a nice pickup for me. Anybody have Eovaldi? Uh, I'll have to look. I don't know. I'll keep an eye out for him. I'd pick him up. Because he's, cause he's now our closer. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't go out and get. We couldn't go out and get a closer. So we went out and got another starter and moved Ivaldi to the closer position. How fucked up does that actually sound? He paid this man to be a starter, but now the starter is your closer. You paid him four years, sixty-six million dollars, but you didn't want to pay. What the Cubs paid Kimbrel, which was I think it was three years, forty-six million. It was half the years and half the money. You could have offered him that, but you didn't. I 
talk about a fucking conundrum there. That's, yep, that's my final thought. All right, Andrew, close us out. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week.